What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Box Out Boys podcast. We are the NBA podcast of the people. Your home for lukewarm takes and substandard analysis. I'm Titus, two shots Dominguez, and join me tonight. It's the tweet god, Chris Gorman. Hit him with the stats, hey, Chris. Hey, hey. I don't have a stat tonight, more of a uh of a fun fact. Uh so in 1997, it was considered the uh worst dunk contest of all time, featuring Kobe Bryant, Ray Allen, Chris Carr, Michael Finley, Darvin Ham, and Bob Sir. That's right, you heard Ray Allen. And Kobe. Did the dunk contest. Uh, Kobe won by default, basically. And the dunk contest was so bad that the next year was replaced by an event called Two Ball, featuring NBA and WNBA players in a shooting competition. Coincidentally, the 97 dunk contest and the one that we had a few days ago both took place in Cleveland, Ohio. So maybe we'll replace this with Two Ball. Bring Two Ball back. <laughs> it's the black hole of dunk contest. We're going to get into that and so much two more ball tonight. Domingos. Two balls is <laughs> no uh, no lawn boss tonight. He's uh, busy with other engagements. I forget what he's got going on. He's he's at his all star break. Don't sleep. His kids don't sleep. Um, and making a sound as delicious as Dove. It's the Dove boy, the professional Adam Bruns. How are the levels tonight, Adam? Splendiferous. Wow. Yeah, we're ready to go. It sounded very well, there. It is. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> Well, we're talking uh, All-Star Weekend. A lot happening here. All right, we already got comments in. <laughs> Both the worst. I'm trying to... Oh, <laughs> Cleveland and the dunk Ask contest. Ask early. I just talk about the show. <laughs> talk about the dunk contest. Turn up the dunk contest. It was, it was the worst. Um, yeah, we got a lot, a lot happening over the weekend. A lot of NBA news we're going to touch on a little bit later in the show. Uh, but first, All-Star Weekend. Chris said... Before the show, you watched more of it than you thought you were going to, which is pretty cool. I'm always usually locked in on the All-Star Weekend. We had the game Sunday night. We had Saturday night with the dunk contest, three-point contest, skills competition, and Friday night at the Rising Stars. None of us really watched the Rising Stars. We can skip much. Friday night. So we're going to skip Friday night. We're going to move right into Saturday Kate. night. Congrats, Cade. Congrats That's to cool. Cade and the MVP. Yep, and congrats to uh, it was Team Barry for taking home the, the title there, the Rising Stars. But that was fun. But uh, not this year. We're not going to cover that. So, skills, three-point dunk contest to start with one of those. You want to just get right into skills. the meat of it? Skills? All right, let's go. Let's go with no, skills. Let's skills, go skills was cool. Skills I like the cool. rookie, Cavs. But the, actually, the teams were so random. <laughs> yeah, they just were just like, very random. It was a team, new team uh, dynamic. There was, there was no theme. It was just, here's <laughs> some three random rookies. No, we're not random. They're Giddy's really skillful. I don't know what Scotty Barnes like, whatever. And then, but I mean, like, what, like, what was the reasoning behind those three rookies? It was just, ah, here's three just, guys. That'll do they it. want to play. And then we had the Cavs, who had a rookie on there in the team too. Yeah, we had a rookie. And then Giannis brothers, who apparently there's an Alex too. Yeah. I didn't know there's an Alex in the, <laughs> he was G, in the G League, League right? Yeah, yep. I know there's a Costas. So there's four of them so far that we've heard about in the NBA. They can rotate him in. Um, yeah, that was. Uh, int- some interesting approaches to that. So they had like the three different events. Uh, if you won the event, you got a hundred points. And then if you won the final event, you got 200 points, the relay. And that was kind of who won the, the, the final thing, right? Cause the Cavs won the, they just, they only won that one. They only won that right? one. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess they win the whole thing. So I thought it was kind of weird that they like, why didn't they just give them the points that they were getting? So like in the first shooting challenge, they scored whatever it was X amount of points, 70 or 80 points. And then the, yeah. whoever had the most points won a hundred points. 
for right don't you think you could just accumulate those yeah, points like, instead just of just keep default the 80. <laughs> you know 100 then zero and zero no it was kind of uh lazily put together it seemed like a last minute ad like this is the first year of this iteration of the skills yeah. challenge right like they keep trying to keep find trying ways it. to like what's the best way to showcase a basketball player's skills they did it like with the cones a few years ago and the ball through the hole this one this was no skill was really involved <laughs> in this you me and adam could you know have done this contest and you know gotten some fun. points um i don't know man it was fun though it was a fun thing yeah. to watch it was better than you know curry than uh stephen curry and aish curry's um uh game segment yeah, what what show was that about last night? About last night, Michelle liked that segment. Is that what, yeah, <laughs> my wife liked that segment. It, it's fine. It, it was the wrong place for it. I feel like yeah. wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> um, but skills, I don't know, man. I like the skills. I I want them to keep bringing it back. I don't want to. I, I like the skills challenge. Yeah, I was really rooting for the brothers, the Antecumbo, the Antecumbros. Uh I thought they had a weird strategy though. Uh, Giannis went first in every event, and I kind of feel like shouldn't he be your closer? Like yeah. in the shooting one, all right, he goes first. It sets a de- I think he had a decent mark. He came out hot. He had the five pointer and the three pointer right away. And then I think that's all he had. He had eight points. But then his neither of his brothers did much. So I was thinking, like, all right, well, if you had him kind of closing it out, wouldn't he be the guy to like, all right, I know we need X amount of points. Let's let's finish it out. But like the way the Cavs were doing it, where Darius Garland was the the anchor to all their stuff, which made sense because yeah, he's especially the most skillful the man on the court. Yeah, didn't Alex have to do the shootout or the three-point tiebreaker? Yeah. He's he, the closer, which was super weird. I'm seeing Giannis <laughs> on the sideline. Like, yeah, well, his G League brother. I feel like this should be Giannis. <laughs> yeah, he should be Giannis. But it was all for fun, so who cares? Yeah, but I did like the team The team dynamics. I think that would be a cool element to bring into it and kind of how you can kind of shape up teams would be interesting. Um, but overall... You know, a social event. I think they, that some of the tweaks they made worked out uh, good, and some of the other things I think they still need to iron out some wrinkles. But one, one, one thing, one positive thing, another positive thing I'll say about it is it was better than. Do you remember the year they did horse? Yeah, was like, okay. I think it was like OJ Mayo against Kevin Durant. I'd rather see more skills challenge stuff because people are moving around. There's still some competition with it. Yeah, uh, let's just keep that rolling. If you could make a trophy for the winner of the dunk contest, what would you have it on? Okay, we can get to the question. Okay, yeah, I was saving the, the. She got a couple of dunk contest ones, so we'll get to, we'll get to those. Should we talk uh, about the three? Or sorry, let's, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about the three point contest. So uh, a lot of people in this one, pretty good, you know, field. CJ, Trey, Zach, Desmond, Bain, Cat, uh, who uh, spoiler alert, ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, Van Vliet, Luke Kennard, and Patty Mills. Um, I, we should have done predictions. I was going to pick Cat. And I assume Joey would have picked Levine. Yeah. And you would have had to take Trey because oh, you love Trey Young. <laughs> right? And uh, I don't know. What, what, sorry, what are, what are your thoughts on the three-point guy? This is my favorite event. So let's just... This, let's so, yeah. Out. I mean, I thought it was a, a really good event. It's always a pretty solid event. I, there's really no down years ever in the three-point contest. Somebody always gets hot. It was... Cat uh, got really hot there in that final round. It was on fire. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed in Zach's performance. Only I think he only had 14 points. Yeah, he was a little lackluster. He was a little lackluster. Uh, other than that, I really don't remember other too many other performances. I don't think. Well, no, Trey made it to the final, right? He he was in the final. Trey right? made it. Trey, Trey Luke Kennard, and Cat. I just I just kind of remember Cat going off that last round. Uh, I do like the do balls and the do zone. I think that's kind of an interesting wrinkle. 
Yeah, they were high. knocking that. I think Reggie Miller yeah. was knocking it. I liked it. I like. Yeah, no, yeah, I kind of like it. Like, step back. It. He was, I mean, it, I know it's a kind of a. It kind of breaks guys' rhythm sometimes. Um, it's kind of, yeah, but I kind of like that it. Yeah. It breaks the rhythm. I don't know. He's a. I guess Reggie Miller's a purist. He's a purist. He's a three, three point contest purist. I love the dew ball itself. The neon green. Yeah. I was like, makes me want to drink some these? delicious diet Mountain <laughs> Dew. We were uh, definitely looking on eBay, seeing if we can acquire an older dew ball. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> a neon green. You could probably get a neon. They probably sell those at like carnivals or state well, fairs. You, you can buy like a neon green ball, but we want the actual dew ball. Cause so I was thinking about this, like what happens I'm with the it. balls? <laughs> yeah. Look that one up, Adam. I'm going to be like, Joe Rogan now. Right. They look that one up. Look that one up. Uh, what, what happens to the three point contest balls? Like if I could get a money ball, like I'd pay 50 bucks for a money ball. Hundred bucks. Yeah, I imagine they would sell those, and then all proceeds would go to a charity, right? That's usually how the NBA does it. Something. Yeah, that's a good. I'd bid on. We should look into this. Adam, look into this. Can we can we purchase a three point contest? We get a box out boys money ball. (laughs) Box out boys. Oh man, bring that to the. What am I looking for now? I'm trying to figure it it out. The three point contest balls. There's like 25 of them, and 27 of them, I guess. Right, and they all use the same one. They got they got to go somewhere. You can't just put them in a in a and a vault we're, and lock we're trying out. to see if the NBA is selling these after the event. Like, oh, let's do like a okay. silent auction. You know, have cats sign a few of them. Those Basically, like how can bucks. we get a do ball or a uh, what's the other ball? A money ball for our box out boys. I mean, studios. They, they sell. Oh, is this it? Wait, I think he's he might be on him. Well. Might be Spalding on 2019 NBA All Star Three Point Contest Moneyball Basketball. How it, much is it? Sounds like it. It looks. It, yeah, it looks. It's. It's. It looks. Yeah, it says uh, 129. That's actually not yeah, bad. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, on add eBay. to cart. <laughs> add to cart. Yep. I <laughs> know <laughs> right, that's cart. All right. It'll be at your house tomorrow. <laughs> shipping is 15 bucks. On a rubber well, ball. Who, 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 so who was your favorite going into it, Titus? Did you think much about the three-point contest? We didn't do any predictions, which... Like, we, yeah, we didn't do pre- Like, honestly, I think... I I don't have a player I don't think I would have been rooting for other than Zach. Like, Zach would have been my guy. Um, but I don't, I don't think I would have, like, predicted him to win it just because he's never really been in the mix, in it, even though he's gone in it three years in a row. Uh, but he would have been my guy I would have been rooting for. Uh, I was happy that Cat won. I think that was kind of cool. Yeah, he, man. You know, seeing a big man win it, you know, like my big man. Like that. <laughs> just seeing Cat do it like that. And th- his set shot, it's just so smooth. And it's so consistent. It's kind of perfect for this kind of contest. Yeah. Honest, that was, was kind of cool. I was expecting more out of Patty Mills, but he is like, he is like the perfect stroke. And uh, he just didn't look like he cared as much for this one. Trey Young was kind of expected because his release is so consistent, so quick, so easy. Luke Kennard was kind of fun to see. He's having a resurgence this year, especially yeah, living up to that four-year, $64 million contract he signed a couple years ago, the Clippers. Uh, but, man, Cat, 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 you know, Cat, everything he does now, like on Twitter, on uh, Twitch, he's just like, I told you. I told you. Yeah, it was 12-to-1 odds. Tweet. I didn't know it was 12-to-1 odds. I would have taken those. Ah, best bet. Best bet of the week. That would have been the best bet of the week, man. Uh, just take the Just take the lowest guy. That, those are good odds for the best shooting big man. I know I I did like that because he did say you know early in the season he was the best shooting big man and then come out and you know and, and win the contest was pretty cool. So he and he's probably okay. I can't. I would never say that he's the best. 
you know, he, he's probably the best shooting big man. You know, he's better, a better three-point shooter than Dirk because Dirk didn't have to shoot as many threes as Cat has to today, right? It's a different, yeah. it's a different era. Quantity. Right? But it's like... Well, see, yeah. I would also say, because Cat, to me, is a true, like, back-to-the-basket big man. Like, Dirk was more of a... Of a, yeah. you know, hybrid forward guard type player. So he was a mid-range guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, a you know, a ball handler and all that stuff, where Cat is straight up a big man, a center. What's so funny with Cat coming out of Kentucky, I don't think he really shot threes that much at Kentucky. I don't remember that. For, he was, you know, that one year he was there, but... <laughs> For the one year he was there. Or the, yeah, but... I don't know. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not. The only reason I think people don't want to call Cat the best shooter of all time is because what Dirk did, like in the in the clutch, he's gonna yeah. come through for you. It's kind of like what Demar does now for the Bulls. And you know, Cat. I don't know if you can trust Cat to do that yet. Maybe if the Timberwolves win a playoff round this year, then we can talk about that. But yeah, well, I think when the contest. I think they're like when they say because I think they were saying it on the broadcast like the best shooting or seven footer. And that's where I would go, all right, that's Dirk. That's like your Durant. Uh, there was another guy they were talking about. I forget who it was. I'm like, all right, those are seven-footers. But to me, I, I kind of get the argument a little bit that Cat is a true center position yeah. player. And he's oh, if you want to talk about seven-footers, it's obviously Kevin Durant. That's, yeah. It's, you know, case closed. He's the yeah. best sh- seven-foot shooter of all time. Yeah. Anyways, three-point contest, best event there is. Uh, another great year of the three-point contest. Luke Kennard looked like the guy that was going to win it, and then yeah, fun to see Cat just blow him out of the water. It was fantastic. What did he get? He had like eight in a row or something at one point? Yeah, he had eight in a row. He had 29, but he could have easily had like 33, yeah. 35. He had a minute with that last ball. He just didn't put it in, I believe. Yeah. That would have so. been cool. Cause he, yeah, because he tied the all-time record, right? 29? No one's broken 30. That's what it is? Okay, I think, I think you're right. I, I yeah. couldn't remember if it was 28, and then he broke it, and... He said it at 29, but I I'm off the, I forgot to look at it. I think you're up. right. I think they tied it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he tied it. All right. Yeah. I don't even know why I'm trying to push us to go talk about the dunk contest, but do let's just do it, man. So I, I was slightly, uh, can you list, can you list the four guys? So it's, uh, Obi Toppin was the winner. Juan, yeah. Juan Toscano huh? Anderson in the finalist, uh, Jalen Green and Cole Anthony. All oh, right, Jalen Green was the favorite going in. Okay, so I liked what the guy didn't I, even land a dunk, man. I know. Okay, that's, he did. He couldn't dunk. Like, can we just stop? That, that's that's the summation of the dunk contest. Uh, talk, just get Cole some guys Anthony, that can dunk, and he didn't. He did. <laughs> yeah, like Cole Anthony's like, you know, I can dunk so well. I'm gonna put on some Tims, and I'm really gonna try to dunk. Yeah. The guy can the guy he, dunk without? Then he put on, he didn't wear the Tims for his second dunk. He still missed all of his dunks. <laughs> Let me, like, uh, I wanted, I don't know how many people caught this, but I caught it and it was hilarious. So while we're watching it, uh, they were doing the warmups before the first dunk in the Tims. Cole Anthony missed that dunk. Cause I saw him do the windmill and he hit the front of the iron. He was short. It was like five minutes before they go on. So then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put, I saw yeah, that too. So he puts the yeah. Tims on. Go, tries to dunk and I turn to my wife Michelle I go he's not going to make this he just missed this dunk in practice like wh- how <laughs> what do you mean like you missed it in practice dude five minutes ago I watched you miss it and you're going to put on worse <laughs> shoes and now you're going to get over the rim it was embarrassing 
Yeah, I wish he, I wish he had just uh, put the shoes on before it was like, all right, Cole Anthony, you're up. You know, it's like yeah. now we're all waiting. Like, can he just put on the shoes beforehand? I don't, I don't it, know. Fresh out of the box, this dude was lacing them up, man. <laughs> like, it, was, yeah. it was rough. It was rough. That was, so, but like you know what? I was like, all right, let's just see where this goes. This could be cool. And then, ah, uh, just the weak, weak yeah, dunks. Bad, and then Jalen Green had a crazy idea of a dunk. Was like the player, yeah. his his buddy was gonna throw it off the back of the back or the side of the backboard. Then he was gonna windmill it in. And it's like, it, has he ever landed that dunk? Like, <laughs> I would like to just see a video of him actually completing it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know, like why he couldn't seem to do that. It was really weird. And the guy that like was passing it clearly was not setting it up right. It was just no a terrible right. pass. It, 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 uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta work with this guy a little bit, man. You gotta give him a couple of test runs here. Yeah, it, I don't know, man. Um, Obi topping one with a behind. It's funny because now I I make sure I say behind one leg dunk because yeah, Aaron right. Gordon went nuts with it behind the under two legs, which should be the the bar now. Like if you're gonna go, you know, between legs, do between two legs, not just one. <laughs> just one. So I, you know, uh, I think Juan Toscano Anderson, his first dunk was all right. I. I think he he missed it a couple uh, or missed a couple of attempts and then he he got it. <laughs> yeah. But then he had he had nothing else. Like he was like, dude, I was not prepared to make the finals. Right. Yeah. Was, I mean, everyone I, I thought I think everyone assumed it was going to be Jalen Green, and then when you see him not able to land a dunk, it's like, yeah. oh, I guess Obi Toppin and one. Well, and but honestly, Obi Toppin's the sixth, seventh man on the roster, Juan Toscano Anderson, sometimes not even in the rotation, depending on the yeah. night. How do you know uh, really? Because so he's Hispanic and, you know, I'm, I'm Mexican. I was like, oh, he had the, the flag on and the shoes. Oh, I was yeah. Like, oh, that's that's kind of dope. I was like, I was telling Michelle, like, I didn't even know there was a uh, Hispanic guy in here. This is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of rooting for him now, I guess. <laughs> do, I have to, do I have to root for him? I guess I have to. And then I was like, dude, but you can't, you can't dunk. And I was like, come on, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, so like what I said at the top when uh, when the last time they had done contests as bad as this one, when Ray Allen was in it, apparently. Yeah, that's kind of weird. They just canceled it. They they should they should honestly have just canceled it. Like, don't include guys that aren't at least in the skills challenge, or at least not in the skill, but at least in the Rising Stars game. If you're not in the Rising Stars game or in the All Star game, you can't do the dunk contest. You know? Yeah, I agree. So uh, real quick, it was shows comment from Baskets be awesome. Dunk contest can only go up. So we've kind of bitched on it enough. Um, yeah. What what can we do? Do you think it is just getting the names? Like, hey, if you're coming, to the, I heard that kind of bandied around this past week of if you're in the All-Star game for the first time or you're in the Rising Stars, you have to do the dunk contest. Or you got to do oh, one. Oh, that's funny. Honestly, why why didn't John Moran do it? Why He's like no interest in it? Uh, apparently not. He's Even they asked him during the All-Star game, like, hey, next year, please do this. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> Man. But that's what, like, John needed to do it. It felt like a, yeah. I, saw, I don't understand why you wouldn't. There's so much positive, good history behind the dunk contest yeah. with Dominique, Mike, you know, MJ, of course. Like, because, like, uh, the one thing that did bother me, everybody's like, oh, dunk contest is broken. I'm like, it's not. It, when you get guys that do it, when, like, it was what, 2016 was Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine? Yeah. So it wasn't that long ago. It was like five, six years ago. 
Yeah, and, that was um, an insane. Dunk I mean, when contest. Nate Robinson and Dwight were doing it, that was fun. It got yeah. a little cheesy the third time Dwight put on the <laughs> Superman cape, but it was still fun the first two times. Yeah, it was still cool. And then even you know, like Gerald Green was even fun. Like he just had explosive dunks. If you're gonna have like bad guy, if you're not bad guys, but if you're gonna have guys that are low on the roster, they better be like the big yeah. like uh, Hamadou Diallo. He's on. Um, he used to play for Thunder. Now he's on the Pistons. I think that guy did it one year he seems like yeah, a guy that so. could do it Derek jones jr obviously i'm pretty sure he won it right he won it yeah he but, won it the year uh that was the, the other year uh aaron gordon got robbed <laughs> did aaron gordon never won it he's never won that's amazing he has like three or four of the best dunks ever yeah <laughs> dunk iconic iconic and he's never won a dunk contest it's ridiculous and he's never going i don't know no, he's never going he's to. probably never he's, gonna win he's it. done all right, what's what's this baskets question here? I'll pull it up. Uh, if you could make a trophy for the winner of the dunk contest, what would you have on it? So, like, can we put a player on it? Like, should it be like the MJ? Yeah, like, that's from the free the throw line dunk. I, I thought of that has to be it, right? Or would you put Doctor J on it because he's kind of the first? Iconic I would dunk. I don't know. I think I would have the MJ. Like it would just be like this. Kind of look at how the MVP trophy looks. Like where it's like that yeah. dark brown, and it's just that silhouette outline of of MJ with the legs kicked back. And the- I kind of wish they did have players on there, like players that you thought like MJ is good for the dunk contest. Then for the three point contest, you would put have Larry Bird on there because yeah, he had, he had like the most iconic line of who's coming in second, you know, in the locker room. <laughs> He was he was trash talking for the all star the three point contest. Like imagine how much trash talking that guy was doing in playoff games. That guy's a legend, Larry Legend, man. That's what you need to. You need a little bit of attitude in it, and I you could tell kind of right away these guys they know they're not like they just don't have the confidence of like a jaw or of a yeah. They, I can't, they kind of felt like they knew they shouldn't have been yeah. there. They were I don't like, want to be mean about it, but like, they really, yeah. They were kind of like, hey, yeah, come on, crowd. Yeah, please. come on. Get it, please help yeah. me out. I got to get a little bit amped up. But I don't know if it was the audio too, or, but just that crowd just seemed dead in general on Saturday night. It didn't seem yeah. like it was too hyped, even for most of the, the day on Sunday too. Oh, it's funny. Was it the audio? <laughs> well, I couldn't <laughs> like, tell. Like, I kept asking them, like, is it just like the way that they have this mix where you just can't hear the the crowd or they never the crowd they never panned dead. to the crowd so we don't even know how many people were there yeah i mean I the, the few shots i saw like you know the high shots it didn't look like there was many people there saturday night yeah and i don't know if there was like restrictions or anything for covid or or whatnot but i don't know what's going on in cleveland yeah hopefully next year we get a better dunk, dunk contest i don't know i yeah. think to be ja um who's that guy i'm playing as an anthony up in uh Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Why didn't Anthony Edwards? Oh, he didn't make. He. I think he would do it if he was an all star. He felt he was kind of snubbed, like kind of. Yeah, like a deep deep snub. He's like a top five guy that like. All right, he's like number two or three on the list. I don't know. No, but like he. I think I saw it was him, Ja, and there was one other dude. People were like, "This should be the dunk contest next year." I was like, "Yeah, Yeah. you get those guys. They're just gonna be good." Uh, but moving on, Sunday night, the All-Star Game. Team LeBron won again. He's 5-0 and in All-Star Games drafting as a... a in this format. They, the new I format. Think that was, yep. That's the caveat, right? Yeah. Yep. Which is still ridiculous. He's 5-0. and It's kind of crazy. 
160, the Elam ending was pretty cool again. Uh, but the talk of the night was Steph Curry going off for 50 points and 16 threes. Yeah. He did not get a, he got 50 points, right? The record was 52. Yeah, 52. So he did not get the record. He was gunning for it at the end, but he just yeah. didn't hit, didn't splash one. And then uh, LeBron with the dagger to close it out in Cleveland. That was, okay, let's just talk about that real yeah, quick. Let's just ahead. talk about the ending of the game. LeBron hitting that shot in Cleveland, it was just like, I think it was Richard Jefferson, who was a fantastic announcer for the whole game, just like, Cleveland! <laughs> and then he turns around and hits it, this is for you! And it was just like, this is, it, it just made the moment so much better, because it was kind of, you know, it was just an all-star, who cares, but... yeah. Perfect. And but it was got, a great moment. Yeah. Okay. It was so funny because he post he was posting up Zach Levine. So there's yeah. that caveat to it. My favorite part of it is that he was in the post and it was kind of in the area, like on the side, right? And then you see Embiid running over to try to block the shot too and just not making it there in time. It just felt like Embiid was getting flashes of what Kawhi did to him, you know, in the playoffs two years yeah. ago. It was just like, <laughs> not again. I'm gonna you know, and just again, just Embiid just couldn't do it. He just couldn't. Uh, he was gunning too for the. He wanted the the MVP. I, I know he said he that probably time. would have been if they had won because he was sneakily. Well, if Steph hadn't had, yeah, he was. No, well, Embiid was playing out of his head. It just that Steph was on fire. Because like, <laughs> yeah. they were talking about. I don't know if, which broadcast you were watch, watching. I think we were watching the same one, the, the regular broadcast. But um, they were talking about like, would he? Would Steph win it no matter what? Like even if they lost, would he still win the MVP? He probably would have. Yeah, I, and I think he would have been close. I don't. You know, I don't know. I think Embiid might have got the, the bump there, but that would have been wild. Curry was. It was just so fun to watch Stephen Curry. Like the way he hits a three, it. I, he just he just throws it up. He turns around. He's that, talking to the people in the crowd. He, he's done that so many times now. It's not. It but it's still awesome every time. And that one was so ridiculous. There's that iconic photo that's been going around socials this past week of the ball splashing through the net. The net like, you know, flipped up, and then he's just completely turned around the other way. Yeah, it's amazing. And asking the crowd, did I go in? Did that go in? That's he had, just he had a one footer at the top of the key. He's just, yep. he's just playing around out there, man. I. It was awesome, but uh, a couple of other notes. What I, I want to—I I call it like the last two minutes, but the last the the format was awesome because yeah. they did. Uh, and I think they made it so like you know one team won the first quarter, one team won the second quarter, just to give charity money on both sides. Yeah. And then, uh, but the the team whoever had the lead in the third quarter, so it was kind of an Elam ending, but it was kind of like a pseudo like a fun version because they just added twenty four points in honor of Kobe. Yeah, to whoever was winning, right? And Elam ending, man, it just. It just makes so much more sense because then there's a score. Everyone gets excited, like, "Oh, the game's gonna end yeah. soon," but we don't know exactly when. That's just how that's how games should end. And I really hope I really hope they hit this. But what was cool is Demar Derozan hit a shot at the end to help his team win. Levine hit the last two shots, which was nice to see Levine hitting yeah. shots in the fourth quarter again and actually, you know, stepping up and being there in the clutch. Clutch minutes um, in the All Star game. I, yeah, like well, hopefully that can translate to the regular season again for Levine. Um. But, then, but yeah. no, I, I think last year was last season. Um, like Lowry, Harden, and all those guys were out there at the end. I'm trying to remember because, yeah, when was the first um Elam ending? Was that last all star last break? year or two last years year, ago, or yeah. was it two years ago? This is the second or third year they've done it. 
Okay. So anyway, whenever that, that first one was, I remember because I was, the guys that were out there at the end were pretty much out there the entire fourth quarter because they were closing it out. And I remember being like, these are the elite, elite players. These are the, not only are the best, you know, obviously any all-star there is, is, you know, an elite player, but of those 12 guys on each team, these are the five that are really holding it down. Oh, yeah. So to me, to see Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan on separate teams out there in those crunch time minutes, basically throughout that entire fourth quarter was pretty awesome. And then getting buckets, like you were saying. Yeah. That was, that was really cool. DeMar, who who do you trust more to get a bucket than DeMar DeRozan right now? Right? Like, <sighs> Yeah, I mean. I mean, LeBron with the step back. that Everyone knew that was going in. That's fun. But DeMar's up there now, man. No, he's definitely, as far as a closer goes, you know, he's the guy right now you want the ball in his hands. So that was kind of cool. Uh, you brought up a good point about the Elam ending. Uh, Zach Lowe brought it up on his podcast this week with Jeff Van Gundy. Was, I was going to run it by you. He said, is that just the way basketball should be played? Like, that's the last We quarter. talk about this after every All-Star game. And it will be, it will, this will come up again this after is, the next yeah. All-Star game. Yes, 100. Okay, because I kind of it. agree. Just Let's just do it. So he, they were talking about putting it in the G League for a season, which I 100% agree on. Like, just yeah, just see if this thing works. Because if it works, man, that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of like the negatives, like some things that could backfire. I know there was something they brought up about uh, it would have been interesting if LeBron had made that shot because um, Team Durant needed a three to uh, to win it. So would they have fouled? To you know, put them on the line for two, so they couldn't win it. So they have to get the ball back. So could that be like a wrinkle that would kind of suck? Oh sure. But other than that, I'm like, it really takes away all the fouling because you just have to get to that score. You can't, you know, it's not about it, it, it reduces it. Yeah, immensely. I feel like overall, that's a that's a fun that's an interesting scenario though. Like, I don't know. I don't have to think about it. But we should have like an Elam ending. Well, I don't know. Elam ending like. um like like the Seth Partno guy, he he always talks about the Elam ending should be how it's played. Anybody who's like a nerd with basketball talks about the Elam ending, and that's how it should be. It's just trying to get the mainstream basketball community to understand what the Elam ending is. Yeah, and maybe giving it a new name instead of naming it after this Elam guy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> give it something that sounds a little cool. I mean, the Elam ending is it does sound cool, I guess, in its own, but like you have to give it some sort of uh, you know catchy name that sounds uh, yeah, a little more yeah like. The, and then what the is, showdown? I don't know. Uh, the only thing I was thinking about, all right, so for the obviously for the All Star game and because of the Kobe thing, that's how it started. The twenty four. Um, is that just the number they would use, or if they did, like if they went to like we want to have this as the way games end, how would they pick the number? You think? So I remember they did. So they do this ending in the basketball tournament, the TBT tournament, every year, and it's I feel like there's like a formula that they use to. Be like, all right, let's say a team is up by 15. That the team in the lead, you add like 21 more points to the lead. And then if whoever gets to that first wins, right? It's, and it's always, yeah. it's always different depending on how the game went. So there is still some, um, you know, people, there's still like a significance to the first quarter, you know, you know, attributing to the fourth a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I, I want to do a deep dive on the Elam ending the more we talk about it now. Yeah, because I would definitely be curious. Like, all right, how does that work? What would be the point total you would add? And then, but I, I was thinking about it as far as like that would be so cool. Let's say you know, it's game five of the finals. Your team is up three to one. 
going into the lead of the fourth quarter. And then it's just this countdown of like, all right, we're 10 points away from the championship. I, like that would be really yeah. cool. And it's, then it's just better basketball. Yeah. And you get a like a quote unquote game winning shot every time. So that's kind of fun and interesting. So yeah, you know, I, I'm all for it. I would be interested to see how it goes. Definitely if they did like some sort of midseason tournament like they've been talking about or in the G League, it, sure, it certainly would be fun to uh, see how that goes. I like it. You want to move on to some NBA news? I want, well, yeah, we got a couple, got, couple topics. Couple, yeah. So a lot of news happening this uh, over the week. Actually, a couple weeks since we've been gone. But where do you want to start? You want to start with the uh, one of the injuries? You want to start let's with talk about the, the in- let's talk about the injuries first. All right, let's do the injuries actually... first. So there's two uh, two two big injuries in the league right now. Uh, additional injuries, I should, I should say, to everybody else that's been out. But AD is out four weeks uh, with the ankle, the ankle sprain, I believe, and then CP3 is out six to eight weeks uh, with a broken thumb. Yeah. So who's playing point guard for the Phoenix Suns? Is it campaign? Is he the starter? Yeah, I, I think that goes to campaign. I need to I need to make sure. I, don't, I can't remember if they picked somebody Look up at or the not. Depth chart. Yeah, I took the depth on that, but the team's gonna be fine. Yeah. They're still gonna be like the um Let's still be the number one the seed. Fourth, maybe the oh no number one seed? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're they're, they're seven games up on Golden State, I think. It's crazy though, like Aiton doesn't play, the team doesn't miss a beat. Now they don't have Chris Paul, so they just have Booker, Michael Bridges. Um, an eight and back, but like, I think it'll be interesting to see how they are. I don't know. I so one, I'm not actually concerned about this at all, to be honest. Like, this is one of the few ones where I'm like, it sucks for them, and I I think maybe they could have had a really historic run, you know, as far as a a game total and and like where their um, you know, rankings would have like statistical rankings at the end of the season would have been. It would have been kind of fun to see where they could have ended up, but I don't think that's going to happen now. But I think for them as a team, I think this is going to be good because, one, I don't think they're going to drop much at all, You know, whether they actually fall to the second seed or not. I, I don't think they will. And then I think they could have, you know, Booker could have a, a run here where he's just kind of the man and in charge. And I think that's what they need going into the playoffs. I love that CP3 is their guy, but I think at some point you need somebody that, that can just get a shot whenever he wants any on anybody. And I think that's more of a booker than uh, Chris Paul. I think, you know, he's a little bit smaller guy. They can find, put some larger guys on him and stuff, some better defenders. But what do you think on that? Do you think that they I, maybe could? Something like yeah, that I think that's a good point. I think that's a good growth um, thing for, for Devin Booker to kind of, because he's never really been the alpha guy. I feel like it's always been like CP kind of holding it down for them. Even when he was the alpha, when Phoenix was bad, yeah, they were. They were he, looked bad. At, he looked at Booker as a good size, bad team guy. Yeah. I just looked it up. Phoenix is up six and a half games on Golden State. So yeah, they're probably they'll probably keep the one seed unless they have a monumental <laughs> a meltdown, yeah. a Brooklyn kind of collapse here. But <laughs> um, yeah, Phoenix is gonna be fine. Like Phoenix is gonna be we, fine. We can move on. Well, should we talk about uh, Anthony Davis? Is yes. up for four four weeks? I don't even know if it's four. I think it's just four weeks. I think it's saying, four. Is what they're saying with us. Was it a sprained ankle? Sprained ankle. I think it's grade two. Sprained ankle. Sounds great. What is what is up with Anthony? Anthony Davis has never helped. I I want to like Anthony Davis so much. I remember him coming out. Larry Brown, uh, the old coach out of you know from DG's, yeah, coached everywhere. Mentioned that if you have Anthony Davis on your team, you're guaranteed fifty plus wins at every season. 
And the problem is you barely get 50-plus games out of Anthony Davis in a season. Like, this guy, he's just he's just made of glass or something. Yeah, man, it's really know, man. a bummer. I, and the Lakers have the toughest strength of schedule left. Russ is already, you know, there's already been rumblings about uh, LeBron openly campaigning, going back to Cleveland, which, <laughs> yeah, okay, another. I don't know if we want to talk about it. He fits so perfectly into that team, into Cleveland yes. right now. It's it's stupid. Put <laughs> him on Cleveland would be awesome. And, like, like so they were, I've heard, been hearing some rumblings that maybe the young guys don't really want that or whatever, but, like, man, put him on that team. That team's winning the title. I, oh, like know. Darius Garland doesn't want LeBron Yeah, in necessarily Cleveland. doesn't want him. But, like, sub him out for, I think he'd probably take... uh Marketing spot, probably, right? In the starting lineup. Yeah. Like he fits there, but like there, there's a lot of baggage that LeBron be, that yeah. LeBron brings. I understand why someone like Darius or even Colin or Karis would not want that level of attention. They want to be the underdog guy. Once you get LeBron, you're expected to win the whole thing, right? Yeah. So nobody likes to be that guy. But, anyways, with Anthony Davis out, the Lakers are already in ninth. Uh, they're 27 and 31. They're four games under 500. They're, they're going to make the playoffs. playoffs. They're going to because Portland's the tenth seed. Like, is okay, Anthony yeah, Simons yeah. really that good? I don't know. Uh, I but it's not good, man. But this is the season from hell for the Lakers. And I was still on board even after everything. I'm like, oh yeah, Anthony Davis is back. He, I mean, they, they were four and six in the ten games that he's played since he's been back from his previous injury. Now he got hurt again. <sighs> so I was thinking, like, oh yeah, they'll just figure it out. And no, now they won't. Now it's. No. It's done, man. Like start against yeah. the Lakers when you can. It's over, man. Good man for LeBron. Feel a little bad, but, it's but all he's right. you know what he he's made his bed. He wanted you know to play with Anthony Davis. He wanted to play with Russell Westbrook, and then I don't, yeah, you feel bad for him. Then you remember they're a billion dollar. He's a billion dollar athlete. Yeah. It's fine. Just go he, to Cleveland next year. <laughs> should we talk about so LeBron, we talked about LeBron openly campaigned to return to Cleveland? That could happen. Cleveland could also beat. Milwaukee in the first round of the playoffs in six games. We don't know. You know, a lot of things could happen. I think we, I think we know that one. But, <laughs> but then, uh, what do you, what do you think about LeBron campaigning, kind of openly campaigning that his last season in the league will be whichever team his son plays for? Essentially, <laughs> he didn't say it like that. But yeah, you know what I mean? he's like, like he's, I'm gonna play with my son no matter what. And like at first, I thought so. Sorry, before you, no, go ahead. <laughs> I, I always thought like whatever LeBron's name, like, oh, let's not look into it too much. But then I thought about it, LeBron. He knows whatever he says something, everyone's going to talk about it. So he's so calculated. He definitely said that on purpose. Yeah, right? he's so getting like, his son drafted is what he's doing. That's guaranteed. Higher than he probably should be. Uh, but what, yeah. sorry, so what was your take? What was what uh, did you think about that? I mean, to be honest, I'm fine with it because I'm like, if I was in his position, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go play with my kid, dude. I mean, yeah, I don't care if I'm not like not in the league and I have to come back for a minimum contract or some shit. I'm, I'm playing with this dude. So I don't see that side of it, but like I can see the side from me from Bronny, like, hey dude, just let me make the league on my own and <laughs> That's the thing, man. Bronny's got so much pressure on him. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, he's barely a G League player. It's like Bronny's pretty good. I don't know where he is right now in the prospects. I've seen him in like the top yeah. twenty five considered before. Just I mean, oh, the name man. recognition alone, the guy's gonna get drafted. Like, he's gonna get a shot. Yeah. I think even if his you know, even if LeBron had not said I'm gonna play with him no you know, no matter what it takes, I think they're gonna give him a shot. Oh, every sibling gets a shot. Taylor Griffin, Blake Griffin's bro- older yeah. brother, got a shot. Got you some know, like, Yeah, I remember these that. <laughs> guys get shots. It's fine, but fine. So yeah, but I think it is kind of weird of like 
the whole thing of like, I'm going to basically force my way to the team that has them. Cause I, like you said, it, it could be a, a distraction for the team and yeah, I don't know. just kind of weird. Well, my, my favorite thing with that is, I don't know if you followed up with it, but the other nugget that everyone kept talking about was how he kept praising Sam Presti and all his great drafting yeah. and everything. <laughs> it was like, was and Sam Presti, I'm pretty sure it was like four first round picks in 2023 <laughs> or 24 when yeah. Ronnie would get drafted. So it's just kind of like, oh, this is, oh, this is oh, so he's perfect. Pulling the strings. And like, oh, man. OKC could get a championship. I'll just give, give all these small towns a new championships. Yeah, come get it with how come to your team, man. LeBron and OKC. Jeez, that'd be weird. Could you imagine if he brought OKC a title and Kevin Durant? Wow. <laughs> I I mean, I hope he gets to play with this kid. And it would be cool. I mean, it'd be cool if he won a title with this kid, but goes to Cleveland, twenty twenty four. That's that's never happened, right? The, I mean, I think the best father... What's the best father-son athlete or a sports moment? I'm pretty sure it's Ken Griffey and Craig Griffey Jr. hitting back-to-back home runs. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing. I think that happened. Because I, I, I know in the NBA that they would be the first father-son duo to play together, right? Yeah, no, that's why I went to baseball. Baseball is yeah. the only sport where that's even remotely <laughs> even possible. <laughs> possible. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. The, really, the, the Ken Griffey thing. But that's, that's cool. I think that's it. Back to back home runs. That's baseball's got some sick. fun stuff. I remember like Will Smith pitched against Will Smith, and Will Smith <laughs> hit a home run off of like. But I don't know. This is but not if a baseball Bronny podcast. And, if Bronny and Braun were on the same team, that would be that would be pretty sweet, man. But so I said the other thing about uh, LeBron. Like you, know, you got to take everything he says as calculated because Nikola Jokic said something else that if it wasn't Nikola Jokic, I think everyone would be reading into it more. But he was giving so much praise to Monty Williams. He was, he was talking about how impressed he was with how he was leading his team. And like is, I mean, Aiton's, Aiton's not, you know, he's on the last year here. Is Jokic looking to get his way to Phoenix? You know, since oh. he's getting up there. I don't know. Oh my God. Don't put Jokic on Phoenix. Good Lord. <laughs> with him and Booker and Michael Bridges, that's a, that's a trio, man. That's Holy a, crap. Get Aiton out. Get Aiton to wherever Aiton goes. I don't, it doesn't matter. Sign, just sign and trade for, for Jokic. Yeah, wow. get him to de- sure. I did, yeah, I hadn't heard that 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 conversation come out of All-Star Weekend, but that is kind of, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I'm, like I said, I think Jokic is honestly just like a, a, yeah. a friendly, cuddly polar bear where he, you know, he looks like a polar bear, but then really he's going to eat you alive if you <laughs> get too close to him as he's shown, but um. You just you know. want it to happen. You're we'll, like, we'll see it. We'll see it. I want, we'll see I want it. him like, to be cryptic. Like Jokic is is he the MVP right now? He's the most talented guy. I was like, down the no, I mean, probably, like, his stats are insane. His stats Dude, are insane. If it, you look at it statistically, there's he's I just averaging don't know, yeah. nearly eight assists, 13, 14 boards, twenty six. This is yeah. stupid. This is stupid. stupid numbers. And I mean, like the teams. I know they're not as good as maybe they're supposed to be, but they're not bad, and they're not. They're missing two He's, key guys. Him and Luca are like the only reason those teams are top yeah. six in the West. Yeah, I would be fine if Jokic got the MVP again. I don't think he's going to. But, but speaking of cryptic things, one other little note of stuff was that Zion was left off of a New Orleans Pelicans promo. That's email or something, that's right? not even like cryptic. That's just like oh, oh okay, Zion's yeah. no longer with the team. That is that is massive 
I don't know why I've, I only saw it on Reddit. I don't think I heard that anywhere else yet. Maybe yeah, so you, Center, but. you sent us uh, as a clip from, it was like an email to uh, season ticket holders, right? All or season ticket like holders to renew for next season. And they listed off their players. That they are listed off be Ingram, CJ McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas, and they did not. So you listed off some players, but then you don't list off your number one pick, your franchise quote unquote guy. The um, reason you're getting season tickets? Yeah. Who, who would be the reason to do the it reason? for 90% of the people? Whoa. I don't know, man. That's, that is and, God, man. And then uh, JJ Redick, he, he mentioned on his podcast oh, yeah. how the year that he played, he, he always talked about uh, Zion as a detached player. Like he wasn't surprised that CJ is not CJ McCollum has not talked to Zion yet, which I'm surprised that. Yeah, it's like oh Zion's not because Zion's got the talent and the pedigree to be considered the franchise player. As a franchise player, you reach out to the guys when they come to the yeah, team. Come on, especially when you're hurt, you got to go out of your like. So it's like okay, what's going on here, Zion? Like it's not it's not a great look here. No, and maybe I'll just give the like the benefit of the doubt that he's just a young guy and doesn't really know how to lead yet or doesn't feel comfortable in that position. But yeah, it's just not looking good with that, you know, that email promo ad, uh, the way he's not kind of reaching out to the guys that are coming onto the team from the trade deadline. It's a tough look, man. And one thing I, ha- I got to remind myself Zion Williamson is 21 years old, he turns 22 this summer. So, uh, Maybe maybe that's something to do with it. At twenty one, I was still in college. Um, I yeah, I didn't know what I was going to be doing with my life. And maybe uh, you're you were wanting to go to New York and play in the Madison. But the thing Garden. is, if I was if I was an NBA superstar, I'd reach out to the guy we just signed. Yeah, we just got traded to. I don't know, man. Like, like, hey, dude, I'm not that young. But I'm, not, I'm not stupid. I, so no, I mean, Zion's gone. That Zion, Zion's that's confirmed. Gone. Zion is gone. And if he's I mean, in New Orleans, I'd be shocked next year. Like more shocking so it, than yeah. Is he um, up at the end of the season or no? I don't know exactly. I don't think. Status. Oh man. Okay, so I know he's up for the because the, the big talk right? with Zion was the extension. But I think there's a I think there's a team option still. Let's check spot track. Can I? Yeah, so we'll have to see. You know, while you do that, I kind of. I mean, it's just kind of curious the way the conversation is around that team and the way he's been acting. I know that there was a stat I saw that, um, in the first three seasons, him and Greg Oden, uh, he's played three more games than Greg Oden in the same time. Three more. That's amazing. So it's like. We're getting to the point of like, hey, is this dude even going to be in the league, right? Like, you know, is this what's going to what's happening? You were talking about Anthony Davis being hurt all the time. You know, is this? I mean, we hope you hope not. You hope it's not a Greg Oden situation. You hope it's not a guy that's just injury prone. But so he's signed through next year too. Yeah. Okay. And then it's the the Zion sweepstakes. So Zion can't do this for another year, right? Can he? No, he has to play next year. I mean, if he's he not if to. he's not playing next year, he's not signing a max deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you're going to do. Because New York will still sign him anyway. I mean, if he only plays like 60 games next year, but. Poor Pelicans, man. They just can't yeah. get a big guy that they can stay get... healthy. No. Can't and now there's good. talks about moving the team, which like, why did New Orleans get a team again if you're just talking about moving it again? I guess New Orleans is just not a great market. Go to Seattle. I say go to Seattle. Seattle. I don't know why Seattle doesn't have a team, but. It's neither here nor there. Uh, I know we want to talk about 
what to, what for the rest of the season, but we'll say that with Joey next yeah. week. The only thing, I, yeah. only thing I want to touch on was the uh, the halftime, the 75th anniversary, bringing out of all 75 players. Thoughts on that? I, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was better than I thought. Like, yeah. at first I was just kind of like rolling my eyes, like, what is this? Like, yeah. whatever. But it's like, you know what? These are like the best players ever. This is like, these are all legends. It's kind of fun to see. Yeah, and you were seeing some cool groupings of, you know, guys together and in pictures and hugging and stuff. LeBron and Jordan, you know, sharing a moment there. Yeah. I just want to hear that conversation. So bad. Right. And like there's you know, there's moments with uh Michael Jordan was everywhere. It was like Yeah. He was good with Rodman, but he's not good with Charles Barkley. He's not good with was Pippin there? I don't remember. No, Pippin didn't come. Pippin didn't go. And okay. I can tell you one hundred percent that's because he knew like he didn't want to be there after the book and everything coming out. I don't think he wanted to show up. Yeah, he kind of sold his Timmy D, yeah. Tim Duncan wasn't there. That kind of sucked. He would have been cool. I'm surprised Tim, Tim Duncan didn't go. Oh, I, yeah. I think he's just kind of maybe not the kind of guy that wants to do that. I think my favorite thing was when they all took the picture. Like, I don't know. They all had their hands up for whatever reason. Yeah. Everybody in the picture is smiling. And then you see Kawhi Leonard, just like stone face Kawhi. Stone Kawhi. And, like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah, I just it was, love it was cool. seeing MJ. And MJ coming out last, I think that I heard it somewhere. I forget uh, what podcast. That was like the, he's the GOAT. It was like the, we're all acknowledging he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You close it with Jordan because, you Which, know. Okay, when it's the top 100 in 25 years, is MJ still the GOAT? Um, LeBron's going to be the GOAT. but <laughs> Right, are we just going to, and that's going to be for two reasons, because a lot of time has passed. So like, because like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar should be considered the best player of all time, but nobody ever saw him. Not nobody, but there's more people who haven't seen him play than than saw yeah. Jordan play, right? So it's like, oh no, Jordan's the goat. But like in 25 years, there's going to be more people that saw LeBron play more than Jordan. So it's going to be like, no, LeBron's the goat, and then yeah. eventually that's going to be taken over by whoever else. Yeah. You know, no I don't know. The goats are always changing, man. You got to let them go. Jordan was as great as he was, and he's holding it for a while. But I think I, I, that's kind of why I really like their kind of conversation. I think, I think Jordan may be kind of acknowledging LeBron's the guy. Uh, that that's kind of what it felt like to me. A little bit of a passing of the torch of like, all right, no, I, it's, it's I your thing, man. I like, I don't feel like no Jordan's gonna not have. That guy. I mean, I, I don't know if he's guy. thinking it, but I think he he knows he has to know. Like this dude, if he gets a couple more rings. He's gonna have it because LeBron's yeah, gonna have it. I mean, saying if a couple more rings, that's a lot. Like that's tough to do. Yeah, so. but I mean, LeBron's really good. He gets on a good team. He gets on to Cle- on Cleveland. I don't gets to Cleveland. Like, gets to Cleveland. He fits there like a glove, man. It's they have three point guards or they have three guards that are all starters, and they have two. They have so many big men. It, yeah. It's just glorious to see all those big ah oh, all those big men, and they just plug plug LeBron right in. He's if he's on there tomorrow, Cleveland Thanks wins the championship this yeah. year. Oh yeah, if he's on there tomorrow, they they win the title this year. Yeah. I agree. So, um, yeah, I, I think you, you said uh, next week we're gonna do a little look into the the remainder of the season. I think there's what about like twenty thirty games, something like that left. Yeah, uh, depending on uh, what, what teams have played, we're gonna do an update on our uh, picks from the preseason when Joey's back. He's up. He's busy updating the doc as we speak. Um. And then we'll kind of review the games uh, from There's this week. There's only like 21 games left. Yeah. It's, actually, 
No, it's the push to the. What the is finals. up with this? This is such weird timing. To have, anyways, it's not the halfway point. Game. Yeah. No, there's 21 game, 21, 22 games left for each team. It depends. depends. 19 some. Uh, Nobody should make up games in there and stuff like that. But yeah, no, not a lot of time left. Not a lot of time to integrate new players. Not a lot of time to get guys healthy for for the push in the playoffs. So. Oh, one other note. Uh, Brooklyn. Uh, they're gonna. New York's likely gonna rate. Re, uh, remove the sanctions for yeah. masks indoors, so Brooklyn can stop losing and start winning again to like not get every you know away game. <laughs> like this team is in eighth place. It's so weird. Yeah, I mean, but I think when they get Ben back and when they get um, Durant, I think they're going to be okay. So Ben was uh, practicing a video with Ben practicing with Kyle Korver. For, uh, get so some like, shots. If up? you want a guy to get some shots up, you learn from Kyle Korver, man. Like, Just. That's shoot him in the game learn from ben shoot him in he the might game now dude his first his first basket back is gonna be a three-pointer from the top of the key you just throw it up yeah there was somebody brought it up on a podcast this week i was listening to uh if there's a a philly brooklyn series like a game six game seven does doc do the heck of ben yeah oh absolutely send it a line yeah. like just how how fucked up that would be man <laughs> And we know you left because of this, but we're going to file you anyway. Jesus, that would be. Yeah. Well, yeah, next week we're definitely going to break down some of the potential storylines because Joey posted the uh, the current playoff bracket as it stands right now. There's so much I want to talk about. Like, yeah. Boston's hot, right? Yeah. But it's, it's yeah. just juicy. Yeah. Next week is going to be a good one for sure. This week we're kind of just ramping back into the season. No games. So, uh, well, with that, you think you're ready to wrap it up here? Yeah. I'm all set. All right, well, that is it for us tonight. Join us next week to talk more NBA basketball. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch at the Box Out Boys. Slide into those DMs. Join us live Wednesdays at 8.30. Send us an email to theboxoutboys at gmail.com. And as always, like, subscribe, and review wherever listens to this at now. We very much appreciate it. So for Chris, Joey, and Adam, I'm Titus. Until next time, Box Out!